Welcome back to Are You For Real with Sarah Frick. Today, we have a very special guest. Um, you guys may know her as Spilled Milk Mama on Instagram. We have Julie coming to us from Atlanta. Um, I got introduced to Julie's story through Carter, who you guys all know. Um, Julie unexpectedly lost her husband, I believe a little bit over a year ago. She had a young daughter and then a four-week-old son, and she has kind of gone to Instagram, I believe, and if I'm wrong, Julie, just correct me, people do it all the time, to not only share her story, but to also help herself heal. And I'm sure in that space, you've helped so many other people heal. And a big part of our podcast is storytelling. Um, Julie has also been on the Today Show to tell her story. And I just, even this morning, I posted it on my Instagram and immediately I was like flooded with DMs of so many people that are like, oh my gosh, I follow her. She's so inspiring. She's so funny. She's so real. She's so raw. And so I'm just really excited to to talk to you and for people that maybe don't know you now to know you and just to get the whole, uh, the deep dive. Oh my gosh, you hit the nail on the head. Well, um, yeah, I'm excited to be here. Um, we're just, you know, we're just living life over here. We're just, we're <laughs> laughing so we don't cry and taking it day by day. Um, it's been a whirlwind. I've just, you know, like you said, took to Instagram, started telling my story and I think, people connected with it in one way or another, whether it was motherhood or widowhood or grief mm -hmm. or pregnancy loss or whatever they were going through. Um, you know, I think you can pull some sort of feeling out of it regardless, but at the same time, I make a lot of jokes and, um, try to keep it light and funny. If, you know, if grief and humor go together, I, I think they I go together to, perfectly though. Yeah. I mean, I, everybody has said they're like you've never been funnier I'm like I think it's because I just don't care yeah <laughs> yeah there's like you're like what a, nothing to lose right yeah. um so for our listeners do you mind just giving a little background about your story um and we'll just let you go with that yeah so um I guess I'll start at the beginning um yeah Charles and I met in high school we I mean he was my best friend he was my person um we had our first baby during the pandemic, which ironically I used to say was the hardest time in my life. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like, LOL to that. Um, then when she was one, we got pregnant with our little baby boy. And so we were gearing up for two under two. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I, again, so worried about that. And, um, he was born and he was perfect. We named him Charlie Jr. after my husband. His name was Charles. Mm -hmm. And um, almost four weeks in, um, he went on a work trip and um, got in a car accident uh, trying to come home a day early, as he would do sometimes um, to surprise us. Mm -hmm. And So you, you didn't know that that's where he was, I'm assuming? Right. right. Um, so I just found out a police officer knocked on my door the next morning. And um, that was just like my world imploded. Um, you know, I think I was just in shock for a good four months. And then there was a, a time where I was like, OK, I'm the head of the household now. Like, right. I got to figure this out now. Um, and I just immediately started like, okay, what am I going to do for work? What am I going to, how am I going to take care of these kids? What am I going to do for finances? Cause you were a you teacher know. before that. Is that right? Yes. Okay. 
Um, and you know, with two kids in daycare, yeah, I don't, I don't know where I how have, expensive daycare is where you are. Yeah, but. it's ex- uh, it's insane. I have three kids. I had three under three, and I work full time. Oh. My husband works full time, and yeah, I mean yeah. that's like I'm like, are we working for daycare or you know? Yeah. I mean, it's a lot. I get yeah. it. Yeah, it's a lot. And so you know, my paycheck was solely for daycare. You know, like if um, without his paycheck there was no, you know, anything else. So I was like, well, this isn't going to work. Um, and, you know, I just say, as God would have it, and Charles had my back and all this stuff, I, you know, randomly and totally out of the blue created this Spilled Milk Mama account when I was pregnant, just as like a little side thing to give mom advice and silly humor. And, you know, I was a teacher, so some educational things, and it was like, you know, just my friends that followed me, maybe so 500 like, followers. Okay, like 500 followers. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. Because okay. how many do you like have right now? 154,000. That's wild. It's wild. That is wild. <laughs> Did you wake up one day and were you like, what in the world is going on? Or Yeah. Um, it just blew up. And I don't think I realized how big it blew up until you know, I went to go to Starbucks one day and somebody was like, spilled milk mama. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? Right. Yeah. I'm like, what's happening here? Um, getting recognized is super weird, but yeah. Anyway, um, the whole thing has just been, I just, it's, I just say that Charles and God made that happen. Cause otherwise I truly, truly have no idea how I would have continued to support my family. Right. Because now I can work from home. I can have a flexible schedule, you know, on days like today where my kids didn't sleep at all. I could take a nap after I drop them off at school yes, and then work the rest of the day and just kind of make my own schedule. And it's, it's such a blessing for what a terrible situation I'm in. You know, I've created a positive way to, to keep going. Absolutely. I agree that you have. Um, what, so was this, a year and a half ago, a year ago? Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, September 21st, um, 2021. So almost a year and a half ago. Okay. And you said you were four weeks out from having a baby. So not only were you now this happened, but you were also going through postpartum I'm assu- or having some oh, sort yeah. of brand, brand new postpartum. My other daughter was only 21 months old. Oh my gosh. So, I mean, essentially I had two babies. Um, and just, you know, I was still nursing every two hours. He wasn't sleeping. Um, you know, she was so little, she couldn't be left alone. Um, Do you have good family I mean, nearby? I don't have any family that lives in town. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, you know, the first couple months, my mom essentially moved in with me. And we would kind of rotate. Like, they'd take me to my brother's house for a couple weeks. I'd go to my parents' lake house for a couple weeks. And they kind of they kind of just scooted me around. Like I didn't even know what was up or down. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they helped me out a ton and they still do. Um, But, you know, I'll go, I'll go a week or two without seeing my mom now. We're weaning off of each other. Yeah. (laughs) That's the good thing about moms though, you know? I know. I'm like, don't leave, but I need to do it on my own, but don't leave. Yeah, totally. (laughs) I can, my dad will come and help and he's so sweet and, 
so good with my kids. And I'm like, can you just stay here and help me forever, please? Um, it's so nice to have another set of hands. I, yeah, it is. It really is. Um, so for you with, you know, everything that like you went through, like how do your, how have your children been during all that? I mean, I guess your son were so young, clearly. He's so young that, you know, I I don't, I think he'll, he'll, from people that I've talked to, he'll realize when he's, you know, in middle school and a teenager kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, His grief will be later on just from professionals that I've talked to, um, which will be fun. I get to start all over again. You're going to make me start crying. (laughs) My gosh. Yeah. Uh, So um, that's just what I think will happen probably with him. With Kinsey, I was like, you know what, maybe maybe she was too young too, you know, maybe we're out of it. And I was completely wrong. Um, she has always had such a good memory and been really smart and with it. And I, I claim those aren't my genes. Those are his genes. And this summer she started really, once people, all the visitors kind of slowed down. Right. I think that was a distraction for her. Cause we had so many people in and out of the house helping. Mm-hmm. That once it kind of slowed down, she started asking more questions and she kind of started regressing back to being a baby. Mm-hmm. And um, I got her in trauma therapy and they were like, yeah, a lot of times they will revert back to the time when the trauma happened. Right. So, you know, she wanted to be a baby again. She wanted to wear diapers again. Um, like all these things that's. Oh, and it's, you know, his birthday was Monday. I know. I saw that. How it was, how, I mean, not how was that? It was probably freaking terrible, but. Oh, it was awful. Um, and she just, she just kept asking why he wasn't here. Mm. And it's, you know, I say it all the time that he's in heaven, but you know, to her, what does that mean? That means he's just at work or at golf or whatever, you Mm. know? Yep at that age, they have no concept of, of time or, or space or anything. So it's just, it's so hard on me too, because I have to just continuously repeat myself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine. It's just like, like living the same story over and over again. Yeah, it is. It is. It's, and yeah. Um, Yeah. And here I am asking you to tell the story over and over again. I apologize. You can oh just, God. you can call me Kinley. Um, it's okay. Talking to an adult about it is a little bit different. Right. Uh, you can tell me to shut up. Yes. No, it's fine. Um, my, da- my daughter, I have, uh, well, now I have a nine-year-old son and six-year-old twins, but my daughter, Della, our first daughter that died, her name was Grace. And we talked about Grace all the time um, to our mm-hmm. kids and one time Della, we were at like, they were so, they were still so little. It was one of their soccer games. And I always try to hide at those events. <laughs> and right. Della went up to this woman who I didn't know. And she was like, hi, I'm Della. And the woman was like, hello. And she was like, I have a big sister and she's in heaven. And I'm like, hi, nice to meet you. I'm Sarah. <laughs> you know, just like, oh, yes. yeah, it's just mm-hmm. like, okay, so now yep. we got to, this woman was just like, okay, hello. <laughs> you know? Yes. So yeah. <laughs> I think it's, it- you, we allow them to talk about it. I mean, a completely different situation than yours, but I feel for them, it's, she talks about it more than anybody else, but I think it's just, she's so curious about it, you know, like, well, like kind of what you said, the concept of heaven is just like, what does that even mean? Right. 
she yeah she just keeps asking when he's going to come back and you know now i think the first year or so after it happened i shielded her from a lot of events and anything where dads would be like we didn't really go to birthday parties mm-hmm. and um you know things like that cuz i just didn't want her to be like well where's my daddy you yeah. know and now we're kind of back in society and trying to live life. And I think that's part of it. She's like, well, everybody else's dad is here. Ugh, yeah. Oh, it's just, uh, it's, it's so much more painful with them than like on my part. I almost feel like, I, I mean, it's, yeah. there's so many layers, but. Do you have like some really, do you have good friends? I'm hope I'm sure you have great friends, but that are, oh, you know, have- support you in that and such great friends I mean they have what is what's gotten me through I mean especially with family not being in town all the time I mean the first six months I I never did carpool or drop off they would pick up my kids and take them to daycare and bring me coffee and you know anytime I'm like above and beyond capacity and just you know need to sleep all day mm-hmm. they'll come pick them up or bring me coffee and it's just like these are my people yeah absolutely we need these people in our lives like it's, it's the only way I've gotten by I just praise them all the time so it's so wonderful I remember having certain people in my life when I was going through my experience because like I was you know like everybody was basically pregnant like as soon as we lost grace and it was so hard for me. And there were some people who were like, I just don't even know what to say. And I'm like, just cry with me. Please don't, you don't, please, you're not going to fix this. Just like climb into the hole and let's just, and just cry with me. Cause that's all I want to do today. Um, I know. And those were like, like, it'll be better. And I'm like, no, 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 just, just tell me this fucking sucks. And we can move on. Yeah. Cause it does fucking suck. Yeah. It really does. Um, that's all you can say. And people are like, what should I say to someone who's grieving? And I'm like, just tell them it sucks mm-hmm. and show up with wine and coffee. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, that's that's all you can do. There's nothing. You can't fix it. And don't judge me if I drink the wine at 8 a.m., okay? Right. I'll have the coffee at dinner. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's all, we're, we don't know what day it is, what time it, it is. It doesn't matter. <laughs> When's the last time I brushed my teeth? I don't know. You know? Yeah. Like, it's we don't know what's happening. Totally. Um, so on that note, I was going to say just, you know, we have so many different listeners and people send this to so many people. And I like, even when you're sharing your story now and when I share my story, people come to me years later and they're like, I listened to your story. And then it happened to me like three years later. And I had, I'm so glad that, you know, I have this resource. Like, is there anything you would say to a woman who is going through what you're going through right now? Oh, yeah, it's um, funny you say that, too, because I have had a quite a few people that said they started following me a couple months ago and then it happened to them. And they were like, it's wild that I already followed your story. Right. And I already kind of, you know, like, what are the odds? Um, I I think looking back, I was trying to fix it too quickly or just fix it at all. It's unfixable Mm -hmm. Um, to just give yourself so much grace. If you think you're giving yourself grace, give it even more and just minute by minute. It's not even day by day, but just you're in survival mode and don't listen to anybody else, but you just do whatever you need to do to survive. I think I um, listened to other people's opinions a little bit too much. And I tried to just, 
be who I was before, yep. which you don't, you're not that person anymore. Nope. I remember that too. Yeah. It's like as women, especially Southern women, it's like we're taught to be polite. And I yes. felt like my total irrational grief was like not polite. I mean, I made John, we sold our house. I was like, I can't be here anymore. We, I, we sold the house. We moved into this teeny tiny house. We built another one. And I literally, we live at the beach and we moved out to Sullivan's Island on the beach. And I would walk up and down the beach and scream at God and cry and yeah. just be like, right. why did you do this? And then just like be on my knees begging for mercy. And when I tell you this was like, there were people on the beach. I'm sure they were like, there's that crazy lady going at it again, you know, but right. it was the only way I knew how to do it. I just had to fully embrace it. You just have to do what you have to do. And I, no one gets it until you get it and you don't want anyone to get it because you don't want anyone to go through it. But at the same time, you're like, I'm so alone in this because no one gets it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. (laughs) But I think that's, that's one of the reasons that, you know, you and I just sharing our stories is so helpful for people because it happens to so many more people than you realize Mm -hmm. and everyone's alone on their Island. And it's one of the reasons I know a lot of people hate social media and the internet and all that, but this is one of the reasons I like it is because you can build a community and you can make people feel less alone and like, Oh, Hey, I'm going through that same thing today. Like you took the words right out of my mouth. Right. This is what I needed to hear today. Right. Well, yeah, totally. And I think the thing to social media as well is it can be because I got off completely off social media for almost like a year. I just couldn't look at everything. I couldn't go to baby showers. I couldn't do any of it. And, um, but you get to choose what your content is, right? Ultimately. So I think that if you can find that positive community and the people that there's like, like, like reciprocity in it almost, um, yeah, for sure. Um, so I'm just going to like pivot really quick because you do have such a, you are so funny. So was that like part of your personality before or kind (laughs) of like what you said, you just said, fuck it. And now I'm just going to be this totally irreverent person. This episode is sponsored by Bevy Benny Brewing Company, Charleston's only lager and hard kombucha brewery. Founded in 2022, Bevy Benny is owned and operated by husband and wife duo Clay and Marissa Carlisle and offers authentic lager style beers, low sugar and gluten-free hard kombuchas, inventive sours and seasonally rotating specials. Bevy Benny's tap room is located in Charleston's brewery district on the Upper Peninsula and offers a weekly rotating lineup of food trucks, family-friendly atmosphere, and an expansive patio for sipping and having a good time. This is a perfect thing to do as we head into spring in Charleston. You know we have those beautiful, beautiful evenings. Bring your family, maybe even like bring a lawn chair. Grab yourself a beer and enjoy. You know, I my friends thought I was kind of funny, I guess. Um, <laughs> Like, I don't know, you know, my mom was hilarious the other day. She goes, you know, I always thought you were my funny kid. And I was like, mom, <laughs> you're just straight up lying. You know that Ben's the funny one. And she's like, okay, fine. But you were most joyful. And I was like, all right, whatever. Um, but I think it's like one of those things. I think I made a reel at one point. I was like, trauma just makes you, I just don't care what I say anymore. And like I have days where I'm just like shooting it out. I don't even, if I, if I couldn't be filtered on the internet, I would be a lot funnier, but you know, <laughs> people would be like, Ooh, that's, that's on the border there. I, I get it. Um, we feel that way all the time around here, around these parts. <laughs> the, it's, it's like the grief humor and it's just, 
you know, I talked to my therapist about it, obviously. And she was like, humor is a healthy way to grieve and it's normal. And she was like, so I think it's fine. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, you know, cause I think it was earlier on, bought this new outfit. I was trying to get back into the world and I was feeling good about myself. And my friend looked at me and she was like, oh my God, Charles would just die. And then she covered her mouth and she's like, and right. I was like, no, he would die. <laughs> right. I was like, that's exactly right. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. And she's like, oh my God, I shouldn't have said that. And I was like, nope, he would. He did. Yep. Here we are. <laughs> yep. Lord help us. But that's the thing. Like, I think when you know people's hearts too, you know, yeah. it's like, you know where she was in that, that saying that. And I get that. I have great friends like that too, that were just like, we always make this joke. Like I have a really good friend who, um, I was with this past weekend in Nashville and she's my best friend forever. And like when we're having our bad days, we just like make this joke that we're just like barely hanging on to like Jesus's strappy sandal as he drags us through like the streets. <laughs> like she'll just text me. She's like, today's a strappy sandal day. And I'm like, I got you girl. <laughs> Hold on to that sandal. <laughs> um, exactly. <laughs> all right. So tell me a little bit about this website that you just did. Um, so I think it's just part of seeing where life goes. I don't know where life is going. People ask me what my plan is. And as I've learned in the past year and a half, five-year plans are so silly. Um, I don't even know where I'll be next month, but I felt like this was a good addition to just my becoming my own brand. It's wild to even say that. Um, but it's a place where you can go, again, similar to Instagram, where it's judgment-free. It tells my story. Um, you can shop on there. It's um, hopefully going to have my podcast on there soon. Awesome. I have a great podcast producer for you. Send them over. She's amazing. Um, um, <clears throat> so I think it's just going to be good, a way to um, just expand my horizons and experiment with this new business that, you know, Charles was the entrepreneur. He was the business guy. He went to Georgia Tech to do finance and business, and I was, like, on the track to be a stay-at-home mom. And I'm like, look at me now, you know? Yep. Look at me. Like, I just am like, what's happening here? Um, so I'm just really proud of it. I think hopefully we'll just see what direction it ends up going. I kind of am just going to let the people lead lead the way of which part of the website they like the best and mm -hmm. go from there. Do you have a team of people that work with you? I do. I have a manager for Instagram and then, um, I got a website designer, which I absolutely love her. Um, we just talk daily now cause she's just like, everybody's just become my best friend. <laughs> oh, I do that with people too. <laughs> and, um, I, I have a PR agent, but, um, I don't do too much with that yet because again, I just can't quite figure out what I'd rather talk about. Mm -hmm. um, do you think you're going to write a book? I have started. I was thinking um, you could write a really good book. I, I've started and I just am going month by month because luckily, I mean, thanks to Instagram, I really documented the first year of widowhood pretty well. Mm -hmm. um, and so my hope is just to write kind of a tell-all, but also self-help book for year one of widowhood. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so... That's in the works. It's just 
so draining to work on it. I'm sure. That I have to be in the right headspace. So I really only work on it like once a week because it just takes it out of me because I have to go back there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it's still so fresh. It's still so fresh. I mean, you know, this past week I've been a mess. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just so up and down still that I still consider myself like a newborn widow that I'm still figuring it out. So when people ask me questions of advice and stuff, I'm like, girl, <laughs> I'm, you know, mm-hmm. I'll tell you what I know, but Gra- I, you're I like, grab the sandal, to- strappy sandal. That's what you're going to start saying. Strappy sandal day. <laughs> strappy sandal. sandal. Grab day. your wine in the strappy sandal. Mm-hmm. Well, Have that- your friends come over and pull you out of the hole yep. and you'll, you're going to be all right. Yep. That's, I mean, I, friends are the best family. I mean, family's wonderful, but I mean, my friends were, they would just like, I had a, uh, I was in another business at the time and my business partner would literally be like, I'll be at your house. Cause we like are in a community where we work out a lot and sweat. And she's like, I'll be at your house. I'm going to pick you up. We're going to go work out. Then we're going to go sit in the park and you can cry for an hour and then I'll take you home. I was like, okay, I can, that I can manage like two and a half hours, you know? I can do that. Yeah. Um, we can do that. And just like, you know, she gently held me accountable, but it was, I knew if I knew she was going to be there, I could at least like get, get dressed and go somewhere. Um, yes. and that for me was, was, um, one of the main things it's so hard to initially do, but whenever I started getting, I started feeling so much better, Mm -hmm. which it's just so hard to do. Cause I think at the beginning, I didn't want to see anyone. I didn't want to talk to anyone. I wanted to wear like a black hood and no one know who I am. And when you first get out there and like, oh, I'm going to go have a cocktail with my friends, like mm-hmm. something that's like a normal person thing. Mm-hmm. Like I just went, I remember it was two, maybe a week or two after. Um, and I just hadn't left the house. Like, where was I going to go? What was I going to do? I had it, you know, and one of my friends came over and she was going to help me clean. And I looked at her and I go, no, we're going to Target. And she's like, we're going to Target. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, I've got to get out of here. Yeah. It was like, also, I was newly postpartum. I had no clothes that fit. Yeah. But I didn't know, you know, so I just went to Target and bought a whole new wardrobe and I wore them for three months and then I need to burn them because I never want to see them again. Right. <laughs> yeah, totally. That makes 100% sense. It's like just everything. I mean, there's so many different triggers everywhere around, I'm sure. Yeah. It's and you know, I've stayed in the same house. Um, so you know, I've redecorated most rooms, I've switched out photos, and then I put the photos back, and then I take them down, and then I put them back. And you know, it's I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you sound you sound like you know what you're doing as much as anybody else, and I really do mean that. Like, I mean, I haven't had the same loss as you, but I did lose. I lost my mom and then we lost Grace. And then my stepmom, who was like my mom, she died unexpectedly. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on? You know? And it's just like, it'll still like my, like, it'll still rock me to this day. I'm just like, so that's forever, like forever, forever. Yeah. It's too much all at one time. And, uh, it's just can, and some days you're totally fine. Yeah. And I think that's what's confusing to people who haven't gone through big grief is mm-hmm. they're like, oh, she's fine. Like, I saw her today. She's totally fine. Mm-hmm. And the next day, it's like I can't even breathe or get out of bed. Well, it's not linear, right? Like, just like growth's yeah. not linear, neither is grief. And like I said, grief, I always think like grief is, it's not polite. It's actually quite rude and loud. So rude. <laughs> and I always say she shows up unannounced. <laughs> no one invited her. Right. She made my house messy. Mm-hmm. 
He didn't let me shower. She's just, she's a rude mm-hmm. house guest. Yes. <laughs> Time to get out. Get out of here. <laughs> um, so what are some of the collaborations or like, how does just, this is a little off topic, but I think it is kind of fascinating just cause you're in it. Like when you say, you know, you're so with this, with Instagram and it's been so successful and you've been so yourself, which is awesome. It's not like you're putting on airs for anyone. You're just like going for it. Have brands come to you and that's how, that's how it makes money. Yeah, it's a little bit of both. So I think this is the best story for like inspiring and just like in my world was so huge was last, was it last December? I have no concept of time. December, 2021. So um, Charles had passed, like it had only been like three months. And I was, I went to a girl's night, like at their house. So super safe. I didn't even go to a restaurant or anything. And I had just gotten a new pair of Spanx jeans and cause I was buying all new clothes cause, mm-hmm. um, just grief shopping's real. Um, <laughs> and I was, you know, drank too much and was having too much fun, like finally getting out of the house. And I was showing them how stretchy they were and I was doing splits and they were just joking around. They were like, Oh my gosh, what if your Instagram takes off and you work for Spanx? And I was like, y'all, that is so absurd and ridiculous. <laughs> and get that out of your head and fast forward four or five months. And now I have a deal with them. That's amazing. And I was like, what is happening with the world? (laughs) And it kind of snowballed anything I kind of put into the universe or said to someone like someone said, Oh my gosh, I bet you're going to be in the today show in a couple months. And I was like, y'all are y'all are like really shooting for the stars here. I think you think bigger things are happening than they're actually happening the next month. The today show called me. Yeah. I mean, what was that like? Just, I know it wasn't, you know, the, the thing, the topic that you hoped it would be, but what, what was, what is that like? <laughs> it was, they did I call your cell phone. Like it was real. Um, it was, it was a zoom. Um, and it was funny because they were like, well, you know, normally we have a crew come out and set up cameras they're like, but you're an influencer. You just set up your own lights and cameras. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> this is no pressure at all. Right. So, you know, I spent like two days trying to rearrange my living room and lights and all that. And um, it was just weird. I was like, is this happening? Yeah, that's um, pretty amazing. And that's kind of how everything's been. And then, you know, the first designer purse Charles ever bought me was Kate Spade. And then they contacted me. And it's just, I, I just swear to you, Charles is up there just dying laughing. He's like, what else, what other products does she like? Let's send them down. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like, like there's it. No, there's no other way to explain it. I, I'm not doing anything differently. It's, I swear it's all him. I just, there's no way people think I'm crazy, but you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. People are like, what's the key to all of this? And I'm like, I have a husband on your side from right. heaven. I don't Aww. really know. Yeah. From day <laughs> um, one, he's still got your from back. From day one. And he's like, you're killing it. And I just, I truly think that he's making all this up. And I, there's no other, it's just crazy. Yeah. That's, but it's so, what a, what a cool story. It, it really is a cool story and it really is very surreal. And I don't think I realize how big of a deal a lot of it is yet because I'm, I'm just in my house with my kids throwing up on me while in between me filming these ads. Right. 
<laughs> that I don't even feel like it's anything big. And I think I'm going to look back in a couple of years and be like, what was I doing or thinking or how did I do that? Well, I'll tell you from where we're sitting and watching, it's, it's pretty amazing and it's very, very inspiring. And, um, you're doing a good job and it looks like your kids are like, well, they're so cute and they look so happy. They're so happy and they just, they're just best friends, which is like all you can hope for. Yep. I mean, ah, it's just, it's the only thing that I think if I didn't, as hard as it is to have little kids when you're grieving, it's the only way I think I, I'm this far along from doing well, because I think if I didn't have them, what would be the point of getting out of bed every morning? You know, what, you know, what would be the point of, you know, drinking wine at 8 a.m. Now right. I, I have a reason, you know, <laughs> yeah. I have a reason. I have to get out of bed. I got to take them to school. I got to drive them around. Yep. I got to do their bath time. And they're, you know, just the joy of my life. And it is not easy at all. But, oof. But you're doing it. I'm doing it. You're doing it. Well, listen, thank you so much, first of all. Secondly, will you tell our listeners where they can find you, your website, your Instagram, all that kind of stuff? Yes. So my website is thespilledmilkmama.com. And my Instagram is at spilledmilkmama. And mama is spelled M-A-M-M-A. Okay. M-A-M-M-A. So find me find me there. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, you guys. Listeners, rate us, review us, share this with all your friends. This was a really special chat that we got to have with Julie. And thank you again so much. 